with all humility and gentleness, with patience, bearing with one another in love, eager to maintain the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace. Ephesians chapter 4, verses 2 and 3. I'm Dave Vondra, and you're listening to Vondra's View. I'm kind of going in blind with this episode. Uh, What's up, beautiful people? (laughs) Ladies, I don't know if this is going to turn into a series, but I'm definitely speaking to somebody, okay? Someone is out there listening, and uh, the episode before kind of helped us segue into this topic. Um, thanks to my husband, uh, I was going down a list of topics that I had in mind, but I just didn't really know how to like go about talking about, um, how I became a wife and what all that entails. And if you are, uh, considering or even thinking about, you know, setting yourself up to be a wife, I guess, like what that looks like uh, for some of us. And um, this isn't going to be one of those like bulleted point type posts or episodes uh, like the last one was with becoming a woman of substance. If you tuned in with me last week, you know, I was just basically going down this list and kind of giving some explanations on uh, how to how to become or becoming a woman of substance and what that looked like for me and from my perspective, because that's something, again, that, you know, I'm working on every day. So same thing with, you know, how I became a wife. And even now I'm still becoming a wife. It's not like, oh, I said I do, and then that's it. (laughs) It is literally work. Um, But it's a job that I enjoy, for sure. Hands down, I enjoy it. I love serving uh, my husband the way that God has called me to. Uh, We have lots of fun, and it is amazing being his partner. Um, Don't have me brag about my man on this podcast, y'all, because I'll go in we are here to talk about how I actually became a wife. So what that looked like for me, um, first off, I always knew, like I always knew I wanted to be a wife. Um, but I just, I didn't think that it was going to happen for me, especially knowing like how our generation is, uh, and how generations are now and how dating is now. I just, I had experienced already like a lot of heartbreak in undergrad uh, and just um, trying to figure out what I liked and what I didn't like um, as far as dating. And then just a lot of mishaps that happened while I was in undergraduate school. And it just, it looked janky. Like the picture wasn't vivid, Um, you know, my faith was wavering with God for sure back when I was in undergraduate school uh, and me wanting to be someone's only just like made it even worse. So 
with that being said, don't put a lot of emphasis, I guess, like, don't put a lot of emphasis on trying to be somebody's wife. Let's, let's leave it at that. Um, you know, we, we get caught up, especially women who are in the faith, who are believers and, you know, you, you're in your word, you fasting, you praying and you, you know, you trying to be that, uh, wife of noble character and you going back to Proverbs 31, you know it by heart, honey. It is, look, it is written. It is written on your soul. And you know all the scriptures. You've gone to 1 Corinthians 13. You just, you know it word for word about love and about becoming a wife and how to be a wife. And uh, and that's great that scripture does that because we need, we need that. Um, we see that even in Genesis, you know, how it is not meant for man to be alone. Clearly God, you know, had breathed that out into the word that, you know, yes, women were designed to be someone's rib. And, you know, of course that looks so different in our generation now, in this era that we're in now. Uh, a lot of women, especially Black women, it's very difficult uh, for us to even consider dating in this day and age. First off, because we've been so uh, disregarded and put to the side and always second, third, fourth option. And nah, we somebody number one prize, right? So this is this is one of those topics where I don't have an answer. And I am indeed myself trying to, I'm trying to answer, how did I become a wife? <laughs> How did I become a wife, y'all? Like, what? But honestly, it is his grace. It is it is God's grace and his mercy and um, just this covering that he has over me. It was not a walk in the park. Um, and again, still, yet and still in this season that we're in, because, you know, we're, we're still technically newlyweds, even though these two months have been feeling like, two years because so much has happened you know in the two months uh since we've been married uh which I thank God for because in all the adversity and the ups and the downs so far that I can see you know we rock solid and keeping God as our foundation has played a big role and us both performing and meeting up to the standard of being the wife and the husband that God has called us to be. Amen. Okay. So <clears throat> yeah, kind of back to my little story about undergrad. Yeah. Dating horrible. It was just horrible. It was just horrible all around. Just, just wasn't it, you know? Um, but I, I'm glad I got to like, you know, date and out and meet different people and meet guys that, you know, weren't from the area that I was from being in school, stuff like that. But it was tough. I think for me personally, I had so much emphasis and I stressed so much in wanting to be a wife so bad or wanting a husband so bad and wanting a significant other and a spouse so much it's like I was trying too hard and like it wasn't happening because God in in the midst of that season 
God was really just trying to mold me and shape me into becoming who I am right now. And, you know, I didn't, of course, I still don't have all the answers, but <clears throat> I I needed to mature in my faith. And I also needed to lose that impressionable type mentality because I was so caught up in, oh, well, this person has this and this person, I don't even think this person deserves this, but they got it. And it's like, no, focus on the life that God has given you. Continue to have fun. Continue to <clears throat> discover what you like and where you would like to travel and the experiences God is placing in front of you. And that's really how it was happening for me. So then when I moved after undergrad, I moved home for a while. I actually met my husband uh, three years before we got married. So we had we had dated before and stuff like that, but it just, you know, timing. Uh, so we had known each other for three years. Um, and even then when, when I moved home from school, uh, I moved back into my parents' house. And even then I was just shedding away all the, the weight and the, the disappointment of not, you know, being married yet and, and just kind of cultivating, uh, you know, my career and figuring out what it is that I wanted to do. So while I was at home, you know, I had to start, uh, you know, just really um, going to my prayer closet, building a better relationship with God, because I felt like I wasn't consistent in school with, you know, serving the community or going to church or reading my word. It just, it wasn't happening because with, you know, with any degree that you get, you know, you putting forth effort in that and, you know, not saying that you don't have time for God, but in retrospect, I, then in my head, I did not have time for God. So, uh, yeah, but I had time for everything else. <laughs> I had time for dating. I had time to hang out, go to socials, go to the club, whatever, whatever, right? So anyways, moved home, started trying to figure out where I could get a job. Um, again, my husband and I, were we had met uh, through mutual family. Um, but it, again, just wasn't the right timing. So, you know, at this time, I'm just like, okay, I need to forgive those who have, you know, hurt me. I need to forgive myself. I need to ask for forgiveness for hurting others. Um, when I did, when I was an undergrad, I was, I was an angry person. I was a very angry woman, okay? I was very angry all the time, using my tongue as a weapon and not in a good way. I was just spewing out, you know, spitting out just really nasty things to people, just being mean for, you know, and, and really the anger that I had and the, the I was mad all the time and angry, really, it was fear, it was, it was fear and it was me being a little scared girl that, you know, I had to put this wall up in this. It was my defense mechanism. So I had to learn how to be soft again and just be open with myself and comfortable with being me. So, yeah, in that season, that that was good. And then I moved uh, out of my parents' house 
Uh, I found a job. Um, I moved to Tampa, Florida. What's up? I moved to Tampa. And um, that's when I just really started, you know, my career with the with library services and, you know, working with technology, networking with people, uh, getting to know coworkers. Um, I had uh, traveled outside of the country at this point for a vacation, went on a cruise and, you know, I just started having really cool experiences and, you know, being single. But again, like I was just putting so much emphasis on becoming someone's wife. I wanted to be a wife, but I didn't know what it took at that point. You know, I'm thinking that, you know, it's just all lovey-dovey all the time and, you know, just sticking with one partner and having sex with one partner and that's all it took. And, oh, I just got to cook for this person and they'll be loyal to me. No, it's so much more than that. (laughs) Now I know it is so much more than that. God has to be the foundation of the marriage. And it's crazy because when I joined a church home, shout out to Christ Fellowship, when I joined a church home here in Tampa, um, that's when I, you know, I started meeting women who were already married. um, And it's crazy because, you know, they were in the, you know, uh, 25 to 35 age range. So they're, you know, in the millennial age range, I guess you could call it. And um, so they were young couples that I had met. And um, just being around them during community groups and being able to fellowship with them really helped me. Um, And again, like I was trying to date, but it really wasn't working out. But then I just stopped thinking about it. Like, again, when you don't try hard, when you don't try so hard, just be yourself. I had talked about that the last, in the last episode, just be yourself. And when I wasn't trying so hard and I fully surrendered my life and everything, all the messiness and stuff that was in it, and when I surrendered that to God, it happened like cake. <laughs> and don't get me wrong, there was there was confirmation. That's another thing. Like how I became a wife, God had to give me confirmation um, through scripture. I had to discern that it was him. And that's another that's another thing that's so beautiful about being single. Um God will really speak to you in those moments when you are by yourself. It is important to uh, have time alone and really hear his voice and know who it is. Is it you who's talking to you or is it God? And um, that's how I built up my relationship with the Lord is like, okay, I'm hearing him. He's confirming me through scripture. He's reassuring me that I'm taking the right steps and he's ordering my steps. And I'm like, okay, so what's next? You know, I was uh, in this single time, in that single season too, I was a little too focused on uh, the loneliness. And that's the thing, I wasn't lonely. 
God was with me every step of the way. And uh, when I stopped focusing on the loneliness and looked at all the beauty that God had already put around me, and like, again, just letting go and completely surrendering, like, again, that's when it just started it started aligning for me. God started aligning it for me. I didn't have to do much work. Like, I really didn't. Um, the, the work that I did have to do, I take that back. <laughs> the work that I did have to do was continue to, you know, meditate on scripture and continue to serve others and continue to uh, reassure myself that all his promises are yes and amen all the promises. It had to come to pass, you know, not only because I desired it, because because that's what he had, the calling that he had over my life. Um, and it had to happen. Uh, so I guess the, <laughs> that's how I became a wife. Um, but, but yeah, like I just, I stopped thinking about it so much and I just started enjoying where God had me. And again, he just started to to affirm and, and reaffirm through scripture, through um, people that he was placing in my life. And, uh, you know, I was I started asking questions like what uh, attributes do do godly wives have? Do Christian wives have, you know, what is it that I would need to work on? Um, I started, you know really being self-aware um wow like I complain a lot about this or I'm you know am I a team player at work and when I started putting in that type of work again that's how I became a wife so (laughs) I hope this is encouragement to someone out there any woman who does desire to be a wife, but also desires uh, the the calling that God has over their life and, and wants to be obedient to the father. Like, just be patient and continue to really dig deep into the word. Uh, do the work in your single season if you know that you've been avoiding or procrastinating to go get therapy, if you know that you've been avoiding or procrastinating to um, hash out differences uh, or um, or broken relationships with friends or any family members, do all that work. Really dig deep into uh, in your single season and not saying, you know, there are going to be times when you have time to yourself, even in your marriage, but are you going to be comfortable with yourself? And that's the thing. Uh, I think I, I made a blog post about um, about how marriage does not erase your current issues and circumstances, okay? Marriage does not alleviate any of that. It doesn't do any of that. You know, you got to be comfortable with you first, because when you do uh, incorporate your spouse and you say, I do, like y'all have to cultivate and pour into each other on a daily. Um, so 
and you have to be able to also pour back into yourself and, and take care of yourself. I'm not saying that your spouse won't do it, but are you affirming for yourself? Are you uh, speaking over your life and speaking scriptures over your life for you and also for your spouse? So, you know, marriage does not make the problems go away. It only ignites them, honestly. So do the work now. If you are single, if you are a single woman or man, do the work now because after that, it's going to be fun. And marriage is a beautiful thing. Being single is a beautiful thing. Being married is a beautiful thing. The Lord created them both. God created them both. Um, So... Yeah. <laughs> if you have any questions, you can always contact me um, through email. You can go on vondrasview.com. There is contact information on there as well. And I hope all of this information for you all, look, it was honestly poured out through the Holy Spirit. So I hope somebody is encouraged. Okay. Y'all have a beautiful week and I will talk to you all later. Bye.